0: Ite wede wede ni to shun, ite wede wede Ite wede wede ni to shun, ite wede wede iti ya Ichikini wa ito shun, ite wede wede Ashe yo ashe! Hey, beautifuls. Welcome to the Fitness and Moses podcast. I feel so blessed to have you here. Your body is your lingerie. It's full of the softest, most expensive, most beautiful, and gorgeous lingerie in the world, and it is truth on you. So today, I have two of my coaches here (laughs) that I want to share with you. And the reason why I want to share them with you is because sometimes it's hard to see your own worth in your own eyes. And so you have to bring someone else in to see it. So even though I talk about this self-worth and self-love, truth is, I'm practicing my reps. I'm still on rep one, (laughs) and I don't do it fully, but it's going up every day to really give myself that practice, and every morning my mantra is, like, I'm open and receptive to become the sexiest potential of myself. And then you get to go and you get to find what that potential is, so. Millie and Destiny, welcome to the podcast. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello, so grateful to have you guys here. We're got to be here as well. So with any working out, I know I said that's going to be the last question, but I think I want to start off with this. The best part about any workout, when I think about it, is the last rep. So for me, I think the last rep feels like nirvana because I'm half crazy. And so I love that feeling when I'm like running and my sides are about to split and I think I'm gonna like pass out or fall apart. And there's something about that that's like complete bliss. Like it's a nirvana, but I've had to learn to, or I'm learning to redefine the last rep. That way nirvana like isn't always, like a dark moment or isn't always pain. But to me, the last rep means like wearing nirvana on my body. So when it comes to working out, when you think of the last rep, how do you think of it? Like, what does that feel like? It doesn't even have to be as like woo-woo deep or anything, but like, what do you love about the last rep? So I guess I'll go first. Um, for me, I,
1: I totally get the whole like burn, like oh, like this is an amazing feeling, right? And it's like that unhealthy-ish kind of feeling in a sense. But I would say. Um, my life has completely flipped upside down in the last two years, I guess. Been going through something the last two years. And I guess what put me back in the gym was that I just wanted self-worth. self, Like, I wanted more. I craved yeah. more. Whatever I was in, I just wanted more. So that to me, that last rep is just like more. Whatever it is, whether it's like where I'm going or where I am or where I need to be, it didn't matter. It just, I just knew I was doing more, and I was making a progression to, like, better myself. And it was definitely just internal, 100%. Like, this last rep will make me better in what sense, you know? Even if it was just physically, but technically more mentally than anything. So, I guess just wanting more. Oh, my it's gosh. So like there's, like, more. Yeah, just I could do more than what I thought I couldn't do. You know what I mean? Like, when you're doing that last rep, you're like, I oh, can't. I'm tired. I'm done. But... In reality, you can do just one more, you know what I mean? The last rep
0: is the best rep, yeah, that's for like sure. the for sure. rep. Oh,
2: yeah. uh, I guess the last rep for me, it's been, in, I guess, programmed in me since, like, football in high school. They taught us fourth quarter, and fourth quarter, even in rugby, it's the last half, the last five minutes of the game. You have to give your 110%, and that's even in the gym. So you're not done until you're done, and that's like last rep, last run, last you know lift, last hit. That's what's gonna matter the most because that could be the game changer, whether it be, you know, I'm gonna leave that gym like a champ or I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna come off the field or off the pitch a better player or knowing that I gave my all regardless of what the result is later on. That's what the last rep is to me.
0: I love it. I love it. Like, so I believe living in prep, right? Mm -hmm. Is like, stay ready. You don't have to get ready. So like living (laughs) in prep, right? (laughs) But so thinking about the last rep and everything, when I think about prepping for the last rep, I think, like, my life and just for those listening to the podcast, this is going to be a different type of podcast. Like, usually it's me, like, interviewing the guests and we go back and forth and we kind of see and grow them. But, like, with Millie and Destiny, they really introduced me to, like, who I was. And so I'm, like, taking the layers off and really going within that. And the scariest part was always sharing, like, parts of my story. And I don't think a story is meant to be... Like, I feel like some stories... Once you share them, you're not supposed to still be in it. You know what I mean? Like, that stopped opportunity to sit down, and design a new set of wings. But okay. you never know, like, who might need the feather from one of those wings to help inspire you, inspire them in their own, right? right. So in my life, I was kind of like, felt like prepping for the last rep, but like, I was the last rep, but from a messed up standpoint of like, coming in last place. Which is kind of like a victimized <laughs> when you think about it, right? So. When you think about that, because it's not healthy to come from that standpoint. So, like growing up, I was—I'm uh, trying to think of how to say this and what I should keep in the podcast, what I should take out. But I grew up in a lot of fear because I never knew who was gonna like show up to the house, right? Mm-hmm. And so my parents did the best that they can. And I know that my dad loves me on some level, but his on his own journey. I know that my mom loves me on on, a, on as well. But like the extent that you can show someone something is the extent that you've put together your own recipe of like self worth, of self love, and of boundaries, right? All right. So um mental health is something that's not talked about in the black community at all or really in the communities i would say in the hispanic community right right Right, right. yeah it's non-existing yeah it's not it's like the silent family recipe right until something goes left and then it still just doesn't
2: it's still silent It gets buried under
0: the rug. Yeah, it's still silent. And so, like, there was the part of my dad that I loved, and I knew he would be, like, be there or, like, think up new things, but then there was also the part where, like, whether it was visiting him in jail or, like, having people show up in the house, I was always terrified, and always hid who I was. So, like, even to this day, a part of me feels like, God, did you really pick the right person? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like not only does being so public put me more on the eye where people like that were after him could come after me. Mm-hmm. And I keep on trying to support other people and it always it doesn't seem to work out. So I think the universe and God and the goddess is saying like, it's you boo. Like you know what I mean? For like sure. you yeah. have to do it. But they say that anything you do underneath the age of 13 or not anything you do anything that goes on, you take on as like you going through it right? Like you you take it on as like, this is my fault. So it's like, this is my fault. These people are mad. This is my fault. They're at the house. This is my fault. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like these death threats are my fault. This eviction notice is my fault. And so I would just literally take this on and be like, this is me and feel so responsible and just so full of shame because it seemed like it was all like my fault. Yeah. So when you're doing the last rep and you're like repping that, it's not a fair rep, you know? Mm. So for someone who's in a hard time like that, how would you trust having a spotter? Okay. That's
2: a
1: good one. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of times we have the answers in ourselves, but sometimes it literally takes someone talking it out, you know, with you to even understand that you have it in you. Um, for example like I'm a firm believer that Millie has it all she really does but like it's just not (laughs) it's (laughs) not processed just through her it takes another person you know what I mean Um, and then a lot of times I will say like at work I'm like I have the solution to the issue but I would literally have to walk up to somebody else like Alex or something and like talk it through and she's like you already need the answer why are you bothering me and I'm like it takes It took you and this conversation for me to understand that I I got it in me, but honestly without that, probably wouldn't have had the help, so like the assistant in that last rep, I think is necessary at times, you know? And then honestly with you, I'm like, dude, you got it all, you're smart, you're intelligent, you're so in tune with yourself, but like even like being here, I can tell you struggle still. And I'm like, well, I'm like a basket
0: case. <laughs> um, a <laughs> I'm no, I wouldn't I wouldn't take it that far. I wouldn't like, take it that far. I feel like a basket like, case with a teara sometimes. But I can wear I the basket well. I can balance it on my head. So for that's good. Sure, for sure.
1: But like, you know, you, you sitting here, and I probably speak for the both of us, that you saying that we coached you and opened yeah. up so many things. And I'm like how like we just had like a five second like yeah it was conversation a of, yeah. and it opens so many doors for you so i would say that like sometimes we do need that assistance right? you know like as much as we would like to have it all in ourselves sometimes we we need a crutch or i wouldn't even say a crutch like just a glass water Something's yeah nice just spot. maybe just someone even sitting next to you have you ever craved someone's like existence that like, just sit next to you and just with that like you feel like you can do it all kind of thing. Yeah, I, I feel like a spot isn't always bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess uh, I always take it to sport terms, but it's like, you gotta fully trust in your teammates, but it takes a lot of work to gain that trust. And you gotta go down in the nitty gritty, you gotta be with them, you know, in the hard times, blood, sweat, tears, regardless of what it is. And I know once you go through that, whether it be 80 minutes, whether it be at the gym, whether it be life in general, because I know with Destiny, like, she's been there in, like, my extreme darkest moments. And I know that I could always turn around and be like, Destiny, hey, I, I'm i going through this. And she's like, she could either just be the ear or she could just be, like, open up some options. And it's like, look, you <laughs> dummy, it's right here. But I know it, it, it just takes the right teammate in my standpoint to give that little bit of trust. But like Destiny said, like it, like in a teammate, teammate or in a person, having that craving to have them there because you can fully trust in them, that's the right spotter. Because you know that weight's not going to fall on you because they're going to have your back. Like they'll break their back before they let that weight fall on you do of think. You won't be by yourself.
0: So, what happens on the moments when you are by yourself?
2: You gotta learn to push through. Either navigate your way out before that weight falls, kinda dig deep and, like, really either push away the weight or step back and really think about can I take on this weight by myself right now? Do I really just need to reanalyze everything from a different perspective instead of the way I'm thinking right now? Because maybe the way I'm thinking right now is not working if it hasn't worked before. Maybe I need to change it and do this instead. Maybe the weight will be a little easier this way instead of doing it this way. Yeah.
1: For sure. Yeah. I agree. Perspective
0: a, is your yeah. reality,
1: right?
0: Yeah. How you yeah. see things. And what do you say? So when you say like perspective is your reality, I think a lot of times we don't realize that like we're I don't want to say conditioned, but we have to take like ownership of which perspective or whose perspective we're zipping ourselves up in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially like even if you bring that to something not as personal, but as personal to everyone, it's just now. There's so yeah. many different perspectives out there. For sure. <laughs> like there's like clothes and dresses in the closet.
2: Yeah. Like you
0: could just like zip yourself in, but sometimes this perspective will cause you to trip. But it's almost like if you think about it, if there's been a perspective or if there's been like a recipe like going down for generations you can feel mm-hmm. really awkward trying on a different recipe right right so like both of like my grandmothers going back they could like do things but no one ever really talks about it right mm-hmm. we talk about like how they did the bible but we don't talk about like the other things they would have like you know what i mean or the other like gifts or something which have mm-hmm. no idea right right yeah. which makes me super scared of mine like this is I got enough going on, I don't need this, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? I can't manage this, I can't handle this, this is, like, enough. And it makes me also kind of feel like, well, this is perspective of my mom more, and her mom more, and her mom more before her. Who am I to zip myself up in another perspective, right? Okay.
2: So kind of, like, instead of, like, who am I to change the tradition
0: yeah, who might have changed you. the rap? You're you. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's who you are.
0: You're yeah. You, you're, yeah. you're being true to you. See, that's just a simple answer.
2: Yeah.
0: It's kind of like
2: they always say that. You know, the Mayan calendar was up to only a certain date because it's our job to change what happens? whatever happens after that. Like it is your job to change whatever happens in your life, and just like the butterfly effect, it will affect change everywhere else but it has to start with you whatever your beliefs whatever your perspective whatever your gifts you have to bring it out as yourself your authentic self regardless of past and who your family line is and stuff
0: yeah I love that and there was this like I think it was the root chakra meditation I did and he was talking about like how it goes beyond your parents when you think about what your source is Mm -hmm. and we're all a bit of that so like everyone's doing the best that they can you know yeah whether it's truly the best or not. You're doing yeah. the best that you can,
2: yeah. Yeah. Sure. yeah, exactly. Gut instinct, that's the best way you can go with it. Yeah. So
0: how do you take yourself out of the guilt, then, of doing the best that you could?
2: I think we're
1: still working on this. Yeah. yeah. Um, for sure, because when I think about it, like, I mean, I have a lot of siblings. Well, I'm the gay one <laughs> right that's not the traditional one right That's <laughs> traditional right um and it's hard it's a struggle and learning to be true to yourself is one thing and then not being ashamed of that is a whole nother thing you know what I mean it's a whole nother ball game um, so I don't have an answer to that that question at all just quite yet But I will say it's a journey and it's harder and it's, it's like, do I deserve to feel this guilt or should I be? Should I feel this guilt or should I not? Should I just embrace it? Should I not care, you know what I mean? Like, for sure, I don't have the answer to that one, (laughs) really. Life coach,
2: come on. My back. (laughs) It's, it's hard because being the only gay one of the family, and being the only female of the family the first female in a hispanic like you're like oh you gotta learn how to cook you gotta learn how to clean you gotta do this you gotta do that like you're set to be in this weird bar and you do the complete opposite and of course like it upsets everybody but what i've learned thinking back it's like if i if i would have been the complete if i would have been the person that they wanted me to be i would be in a much deeper darker hole and i would probably never get out of it i would have just programmed myself to be happy in that spot instead of just accepting the fact that sometimes to be your true self you have to push back the guilt because being a giver that's all you're doing is giving giving you're not used to receiving but sometimes you gotta learn to accept the little bits and pieces I'm not saying like take the full cake you know a (laughs) slice here and there of that good cake is okay and you just learn from it like you just gotta sometimes the guilt's gonna be there but kind of like like in basketball or, or any sport it's like should I take that shot should I really go for that run should I really make that tackle that slight piece of moment if you take that chance it might change the game like that and you must not be guilty about it fail or not you did that you took that shot you shot your shot so own it yeah
0: so you have to like forgive yourself for changing the game
2: yeah be a butterfly a cocoon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true right. yeah that's so true um i'm not not quite sure how to take this so we're just kind of going with it so just going like back to the whole last rep you know stormy wellington says anytime you feel shame and guilt like those aren't your frequencies those aren't your vibrations right mm-hmm. and um they say like when you're as a child in the womb you pick up everything that your mom's going through Right, and then when you're born, your subconscious mind is picking and programming it up over and over and over and over again. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just interesting like what really would be our rep. Like I believe when we were born, we were also born with this beautiful energy that was unique, it was different, it was your Versace and it was meant to like glow and expand, you know? Yeah. But then in some of us it can kind of disappear.
1: Do you think like disappear or suppressed? I don't know. Like the world around you kind of sculpts you, right? Your personality. And that I think by what they say, like that by a certain amount of months you have your personality and that's your personality. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course you learn like the concept of like objects and stuff like that. Of course you're learning so it may be suppressed. Not necessarily disappear.
0: No, that's true. No, that makes sense. Like, when I got here, so, like, for anyone listening, I essentially packed my car, and through God's (laughs) grace, made it 600 miles to a different place, and I found out that a girlfriend from I was like, we hadn't seen each other in over 20 years Mm -hmm. lived in Austin. (laughs) And it was so crazy because when I got there I just told her everything Mm -hmm. because like just as my dad has this thing, I love my mom to pieces she has her thing as kind of as well and was asking her for help. Like no one really listened, no one like really believed me, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I know that like she's doing the best that she can do, he's doing the best that he can do. It was my time to see the best I could do and I felt like I Field my rep, and so I didn't remember who I was. And I just remember like crying, like Emily, like, who was I before? So it's kind of funny, like, how you said, like, maybe it wasn't like suppressed because I literally didn't remember who I was, right? Right, yeah, but just like having someone just be like, Oh, this is who you were, Mm-hmm. And what did I do for you? Like, what was that?
2: Like, how'd you take
0: them? like I still don't remember it, gotcha. Okay. So like in my life, when I look at my like past, I black stuff out. I mm-hmm. black out like a ton of stuff. It's like a defense mechanism. A mechanism. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like I can look at something and be like black out, and I just black it out. So, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So I can like patch it.
2: <laughs> so I'm a for believer, and I don't know why this is coming to me now, this is weird, that we were born with a purpose and the reason that we were put in the spots that we were, and this is just learning over quarantine. Like, that was, it took a lot of healing. And <laughs> Destiny kind of saw it a little bit when we <laughs> took a family camping trip. I was in the middle of it, but I was okay. But you have to learn that sometimes you have to push past your ego, because it's your ego. Ego can be good. Like, I'm not saying, you know, like, ego's bad. No, ego is good because it'll make you, as a child, protect yourself. Like, you, you, like you said, you suppress, you, you'll stop seeing things. Well, like that. And they always say, like, you gotta go inside and meet your inner child in order to understand yourself, your true, authentic self. Well, of course, I had to meet mine, and it made me realize that my ego... And I'm still struggling with it today, but it's your ego that has protected you for so long. Like it's your defensive line. Like you have to plow through that defensive line in order to get to your inner child. And but it's like you have to be willing to face whatever you don't wanna see at that moment in time. But you gotta go in there and say hi to the little jasmine and be like, Can you guide me to see who I used to be who I truly am like bring me back to the person that I used to be let's connect let's fix things together you and me little Millie little Jasmine little destiny like let's work through it and it'll get you there like it'll change everything that you it, it literally changed me like
1: still struggling with
2: it but you could push past your ego kind of set aside like petty things really and, yeah A lot of it is pride a lot of it is I'm too scared to do this because I'm gonna be viewed this way Mm -hmm. or or this is gonna happen to me automatically because the way I look or I'm gonna be judged because of either the color of my skin my sexual orientation the way I view things you know like your inner child has knows everything that you were meant to be you just gotta find it you just gotta find that little Jasmine kind of team up with her
1: for sure. Yeah. I agree 100%. Like you got to take it on raw. Take it on raw. Raw.
2: Like.
0: Raw. The ugly. That's people. not sound like <laughs> a training plan that I want to see. <laughs> like, do you have anything you, else? Like, you don't want that training plan? No. What's <laughs> <Let's laughs> on the next page of the coaching <laughs> No, no, no. But I think that's good though and it's allowing yourself like that grace and compassion Mm -hmm. because like as Chloe Kardashian says you have to take the ownership of the things that like hurt you, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You have to do that like all the way around. And sometimes like you can cook the recipe but like going back to generational recipe, if the house keeps on burning down may not be the right recipe. I was like, you might want to change the spices, girl. It may not be. The, it may not be the right. Yeah. It may not be the right recipe. So sure. Yeah, I think everyone's a little different too. Right. Mhm. Right. So I feel like if I was a workout plan, so right. that was like the little Jasmine, right? The stuff sure. going with my dad, and then like just going up really fast, which I think a lot of us do. Yeah. When my mom was like really sick, I don't don't think people understand her illness, mm-hmm. but. And I, again, I just black stuff out, black stuff out, black stuff out. And it's it doesn't really work that well. So maybe (laughs) (laughs) maybe I wouldn't like admit that (laughs) you should do that. If I make a glass of wine every night is not that great. But you know what I mean? Just being kind with yourself and just like respecting that you're showing up for yourself. Where was I going with this? I don't remember. Oh, so yeah, moving along. And then like cooking cleaning just doing a lot of stuff right and that's just i think that's the norm in a lot of cultures is that you just grow up fast especially if you're the oldest Mm -hmm. you know and you kind of step into those roles of doing other things and so um but like the highlight and everything was my little warrior Mm -hmm. especially when the doctors were like Oh, He won't, like, live to be two. He's not going to walk. He's not going to do, like, any of this stuff. And, like, a little ball of, like, the purest love in the entire world. <laughs> and I just remember him coming home. And I looked at him and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to take care of you. Like, we're going to do this life thing. You know? Right. And the poor little kid, like, before he could crawl, we were going to learn to walk. And I was just like holding his hands and we're like we're gonna do this and we're gonna once, learn yeah we're, we're gonna learn, learn. and yeah. once he learned he wouldn't work out with me he would just tell me no like he's like there's no way in hell I'm doing this after what you just put me through <laughs> <laughs> he's like I'm not gonna repeat this ever again but like <laughs> literally like, literally. And I actually felt really guilty. So, Aww, two months after... No, but this is really bad. Like, two, <laughs> So, this was two months after he went on his walk with God. I had this, like, work of, like, booty building pr- programs I released, right? Uh-huh. And I just released it, like, free to the world. And different people started, like, doing it. And this one lady, and she actually was on the podcast recently. And she... She... It was amazing, though, because, like, literally I had comments, like, one of my, I had a client in Sweden, and she's like, I just did my reps for your little brother, like, and they would go to the gym, and they were like, I'm doing my reps for your brother today, Aww. and they'd give me all these messages, That's and so cool. this one lady I hadn't met, but she saw my, um, was back on so she saw my email on my website, she just called me up, she's like, Jasmine, I've never met you, but I just want to let you know I left the gym, and I just did your reps, I just did my reps for your brother. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so great. It gets you here. Yes, and then, yes, like, and then I felt him looking at me like, what the hell? You knew I wouldn't work out with you. And then I felt like, <laughs> I felt so guilty because all they're doing is workouts for him. And he would like, not work out with me. So I felt really bad. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't even buddy. Like, like, no. So I like, stopped that. I was like, okay, maybe that's getting a little bit too sentimental because like, he won't do that, you know? No, and yeah. you know, but they found a purpose and they went for it. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and it's cool. The, you get that little sport.
0: Yeah. yeah, and when you do your reps for someone else, like, the reps really can look different and they can be different, right? Why is it always 10 times better, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so well, I much better. Ten times better. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like true. those walks that you do for cancer or whatnot. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. If you do You think about all the people walking. Mm-hmm. you see people collecting a group that you wouldn't even see before right and then we're gonna go check, yeah, yeah right yeah, for sure 100% so it's like a purpose outside yourself but it's also allowing yourself to be purpose yourself
1: yeah I mean I don't even remember what it is which is horrible but the title of a book I'm reading and like the first one is of course like the number one rule is basically everyday like prep yourself like take care of yourself and if you look good you'll feel good and just hold that like you know presence and then the second one is like right away why is it that we make our friends like take ibuprofen (laughs) and like shove food down their throat when they're hungover but we can't do it for ourselves
0: you know what I mean yeah but you know how to take care of
1: yourself but you just like refuse to take care of yourself
0: yeah (laughs) no that's true (laughs) Why? (laughs) well I I think like self-love is not a ranking and mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like learning about what Oshun taught me. So like when you have two mirrors in your hand, right? Mm-hmm. The mirrors can either be turned in, so that way it's like getting, capturing your like goddess energy in the mirrors. And it's like some of this beautiful vibration and then you turn it out and then everyone else can like reflect off its sparkles. But in society, we're taught, like it goes God, family, friends, and then you. We're taught that it's yeah. raking, but it's not. So we're right. into a mold that doesn't exist. All
1: right, so
0: you got to come last, basically. Yeah, you got to... Me, yeah. right? We yeah. get frozen with, like, everything out here instead of in here. Right. You know? Oh, it's kind of it, crazy. It is insane. You know, but I could always see that my little brother maybe touch people. Like, that was what the essence of love was. And I think we're all love, but we just may not always wear it the right way. You know? But when we're not doing our love the right way, then it's not. then it hurts us. Right? Like, what would love look like as your last rep? My
1: left
2: hand higher than my right hand. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's, that's a lovely question. I don't know. What would love look like as your last rep?
0: I'm not going to even do that rip. i <laughs> I can I can, answer, I can answer my love. I never thought about love as my last rep. It would be easier if I answered it. For yeah. sure. <laughs> be easier. Yeah. Oh, oh. Okay, so this is about to get a little bit depressing. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> so. Locker, please. No, no kidding. So love as my last rep was the fact that, like, I didn't want it to be my last rep. Mm -hmm. right so when i think about like my little brother and i saw him fighting for his life it was like no we're gonna like do whatever we can do to live your life in this situation right Mm -hmm. and so and i think it's hard in like a lot of families when like your parents are split so you're trying to go in between this parent and that parent and trying to get stuff like that's just a normal thing right? right but how do you explain to like a little boy especially a little kid that like you're dying when there's no kids don't have a concept of death so love is my last rep just meant like we're going to keep on doing our reps and we can't, we can't do anymore but we're going to modify how we do it and so to be like practical things it would be like staying up all night holding him as he's like screaming in pain because his body like hurts right you know and it's like i like hate my clap Well, I used to hate my clavicles because they're like super deep and they're like this awkward shape and everything. Right? I know that sounds so silly. And I'd be like, God, like I why really did you? Give- <laughs> Come on. I'd be like, God, like why did you give me a body this ugly? And I could never understand, right? right. But my clavicles it made sense because his head was so tiny, so it would rest right here. Mm-hmm. And so when his muscles, because essentially he starved to death, and so when his muscles, com- his Muscles in his neck couldn't hold up his head, I could rest him here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And like that was where he was comfortable. And I remember there was one day and I felt so bad and so familiar because I still had to go to work. So I'm like going to work and the entire time I'm at work he's crying. And I come home and I just like hold him. And then that's the moment he like rests. So, so. You know? Right. Okay. So that for me is like love is our last rep. But there's another way I could spin it because it's all about perspective, right? So, I had a really hard time with this hospice nurse for, like, the worst hospice nurse I've ever met. The worst one I've ever met. I don't know how, and I think, I won't even go into the thing, but Mm -hmm. I think when it goes with kids in the hospice, it's just so important to, like, vet them and kind of see, you know what I mean? Like, why they're and what they're doing. but. Just three days before he died, we got the best hospice nurse like ever. So it was definitely like God in the universe kind of aligning with that, right? Um, but like love in the last, as the last rep, it looks like the moment he passed, and he's surrounded by his church, and they were all singing hymns to me. Uh, Sends hymns to him. So like right. to me that's what like love looks like is the last rep is it's surrounded by love. And that comes in all shapes, forms and colors. And I can see that by how my parents cared for him and did the best and how like the entire family cared for him and did the best. How by the church and people who didn't know him would just be up. And I remember like one night he was just crying and crying and crying. So the next day I posted into Facebook groups, like can someone please just like say a prayer for my little brother because I don't have another night and that night you can hear I have like a record of him singing because we'd sing hymns that night and you could hear like a ding 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 from my phone it was all people around the world praying. Oh, oh that's crazy. crazy. So maybe what love looks like as the last rep is us.
1: Okay. Well I don't
0: have anything to out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know? But no, for sure. sometimes training plans can be, like, hard, and I don't want to take up your time too much. So, like, moving here and everything, I kind of, and I was talking with Millie, like, this, but, like, I didn't want to return back to the old Jasmine, right? Mm-hmm. Like, especially when I was learned, first learned about feminine energy. um, It was, so my little boy was going for, like, organ failure, and I went to the bathroom, and I just, just, like, sat on the toilet and fell apart and just cried, right? And there's this video called Dare to be Feminine for Gut Sex" by Dr. Karthara Damarni. And she talked about how in her hometown of Tanzania, women have this, like, they're really into, like, their feminine energy. And they do these dances when the men aren't around, right? (laughs) But when they leave, that's all goes away. And it's like they put their veils back on and... Like it's like it never happened, right? right. right. It's like a hidden secret Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. And so she was like, I just want to go to the West where women are free. And then she was like, got to the West, and she's like, these like they're more emancipated than men are. Like this is just so like they like this because they're just so locked up right yeah. so she's like i want to go back home to Tanzania what i mean i <laughs> can't it's get this yeah. yeah so there's something really powerful about femininity and that resonated when i heard that because it reminded me of pole dancing so like mm. when you do pole dancing and i used to especially like, I would teach bassorette parties or go like, to, like, conferences, and I entered a pole studio, and it would be so funny, because you would see this woman who this quiet librarian come on up to the counter, like, check in for a pole class, and then you go to the room, and she's upside down the pole. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a <whole> yeah. different <laughs> yeah. You know, and a lot of times, it's the most quiet ones, or, like, I remember... Oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was doing a chair dancing class, right? Uh-huh. And I there's like 70 women where well, they're probably like scarred for life because I didn't realize it's this big family reunion type of thing and so the grandma flipped upside down in the chair oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was like 70 and they were all like grandma no <laughs> and she's just like well how do you guys all get here
2: right it's right. right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. so funny but it's still like there's something so empowering about being you and like being in your body and like yeah. you know yeah. so <laughs> I thought about feminine energy from that viewpoint and when I looked it up all the other feminine energies were like how do you get a guy I don't need a guy right now. My brother's dying. Like, yeah. I need yeah. to like, what can I look as feminine energy as a way to like relate? So just using the tools of feminine energy, which I define as my body, gave me a, like a whole another set of tools, right? Mm-hmm. So like, but those tools, if you use them in the worst time that you don't want to remember, you don't want to go back to those tools. Right, right. You know? So I tried to like, try to talk to you about like, I tried to like lift them. I was like, I'm done. I write, right? And then yeah. I got here and when you can't just heal, you can't just heal from one thing, you heal from everything all yeah. at once. Yeah, it opens a lot of doors Ooh. for sure. And then you have to go back to those tools and I was in the thinner room one day talking to Tati mm-hmm. <laughs> and this customer came out, she heard me talking, I forget what she said, but she was like, I just heard you talking, we struck up a conversation and she ended up being the sparkle book and she's a really cool story about she has transformed her life where she used to be. So when she was younger, she was like, used to pretend to like hang herself, or well, not pretend, like she wanted to like hang herself, and sure God like mm-hmm. stopped her and stuff, right? And she right. was like raised in isolation a lot. But what's cool about her story is that how she redefined it. So she went on to become an escort mm-hmm. and her she heard God saying, You either do this password or you do this crossroad. Like which one are you gonna do? And she chose his way. And so now she's like rebuilt her life. She's Creating this amazing organization to help other women in need and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she had messaged me right before the book was almost done. She's like, "You, I, you, you probably don't even remember me." She's like, "But I need to sit with you and tell my story." oh So cool. I was like, "Come on down." So she came on down. She like sat. She told her story. She spent some time in this service, and she just like told. And she's like, "I've been waiting to tell it, but I didn't have anyone to tell it to, oh, right?" She didn't have like yeah. an outlet. Yeah. yeah. But then she was saying, well, you have to realize what happens with your little brother's your training plan, and I didn't want to believe her. So, like, what would you say about respecting your training plans and having that, like, level of respect for the training plan? I know, I'm giving you guys a bunch of, like, really easy questions.
2: Yeah. So easy. Well, the one thing about training is growing up as an athlete, you just don't like it, period. But you still push through and do it because if not... There is a small consequence, either you'll cause an injury, or, you know, your coach will yell at you, or something, you know, like, something, there will be a consequence later down in the line, if you don't do this training plan appropriately, if that makes sense. Um. It, it's just like, you know, let's just say you don't do that last rep. Well, that last rep could have helped you continue on in a different way. Like, it could have made you shift instead of going left, you went right. You know, yeah, that small little, that little rep could have changed your perspective, whether you do it or not. And either way, it's either going to be like, universe, God, whatever you want to believe is like, okay, you want to take the long route. Alright, here's a small lesson, here's a small lesson, please do these little lessons, do these mini trainings. Oh, you're not going to listen? Okay, cool. You're going to do the full-on 90-day training. And I'm going to put everything on yes, you. Yes, Millie. How <laughs> do you know my whole life? <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're going to do all of this. You got 90 days. Like, You got no other choice. I'm going to put you through the dang ringer. You got to go through it. For sure. So That's- it's like what kind of... You're going to do the training plan. <laughs> it's just how long do you want uh, to... Get the results, and do you want to take the slow route? Do you want to take the fast route? Yeah,
1: hundred percent, dude. Respect the training plan, whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, um, I totally agree. I think you gotta respect the training plan. As Millie said, like, man, as an athlete, my coach was like, "Hey, you gotta do this, this, and this," and I'm like, "Why?" Like. (laughs) We passed the ball. We went up the court. Why, why do I need to pull this tire? Like I'm not pulling anything <laughs> on the court. You know what I mean? But they always said, you know, what's what's the fastest you know way from point A to B? Straight line. You know? Yeah. So the way you get there is what you gotta go through your training. You gotta go through the grimy, get through the ugly, through the hard to get your result. You know what I mean? Like no one thinks, hey, I want to increase my vertical, so I have to. Work on my explosive, you know, said that I have to work on my stability, that I have to work on my ankles, that I gotta work on my core, that I gotta work, you know, you just want that result, but results don't come without the hard and the
0: grimy and the lifting.
1: The extra sweat, the tears, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did
0: you say the fastest, we said the fastest way from, from point A to B is a straight line? So it's so funny. Yeah. So I'm gonna challenge that a little bit. So uh, there's this movie called Sex and Mixed X. Which uh-huh. like everyone should watch and doesn't sound like what it sounds like. It's about this woman who's divorcing her husband. Her husband basically says like, I want the marriage to be done, right? Mm-hmm. And she's the journalist, and so she goes over to Paris and she's signed this assignment to interview this madam who introduces her more to like the feminine aspect of things and she's she redefines herself right Mm -hmm. and one thing she says the madam says is like the fastest way to point a to point b isn't a straight line but a curve Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of interesting because like depending on like which energy if we think of our bodies of energies we just have different diamonds lit up we might have a different way of experiencing point a to point b for sure
1: yeah yeah like i I, I get that 100 percent 100 percent I think um, what they're saying is like don't try to deviate or try to find like the shortcut in this because yes, there, there is no none. shortcut. There you is no. I mean,
0: like you can't you yeah. can't get a
1: big booty if you don't work on it. You know. So how do you <laughs>
0: surrender to it? Ooh. I know, I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, I'm, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry everyone else goes <laughs> like this. <yes. laughs> i need a
2: question. No, I'm just kidding.
1: I
0: know, I'm so sorry. How do you surrender
2: to it? Huh. How bad do you want the result? How bad do you want that starting position? How bad do you want to be in that element or final result that you want to be in? How bad do you want it? you willing to pull in that work? Simple and easy. Yeah. It's the coach's perspective.
1: Do you want more? Yeah. No, it works? Yeah. I
2: like it works. Yeah. I, like it works. I mean, yeah. Like, girls hate when I say that, but it's like, you want to start? You want to do this? Okay, show me. There's three of the girls online that want that same jersey. Show me why you can... Why you've earned this. Why not I... I got girl A I mean I got girl B and C that could do this show me why you can do it yeah. yeah cause the
0: only one who can wear your jersey is you exactly
2: like sometimes you need that little that little drive and it's your self worth your self motivation to get you there cause if not no one else is gonna push you it's you yeah, yeah. it's how much heart you're gonna put into no
0: yeah. I love that So, lastly, and this is funny because, like, the last part at the end is like what I thought the whole podcast was gonna be about, but (laughs) (laughs) I think I took too long on the first part. So, I always like find myself in weird situations, like the weirdest situations. I don't even know why or how, I just like do. I really (laughs) don't (laughs) know. I, <laughs> I just don't know. So I was in this Facebook group. I don't normally join Facebook groups, right? But there is mm-hmm. this lady. Her name is Isis Jade. And I think there's, like, people out here who have, and I understand why. Like, there's people who are able, capable of doing things, but they don't post. They protect themselves. And I completely understand it. Like, especially after moving here and just having so many people attack me. I was like what is this this is not your life like if you already know what I'm going through why is this happening on top of this I'm already feel like I've lost almost everything why is this on top you know like I don't feel like I'm breathing and it's you know um, but she had offered when the whole coronavirus started she offered like these business oracle sessions right or her friends called the business oracle and so she told me I told her, you know, I have this system or this method of releasing like your sensual energy like within your body. So just like we have the beast mode category, right? We also have like this sensual energy which like can give like you life, right? And she's like, wow, you have you have this ability to release it? And I was like, Yeah, and it's the simplest method you could ever use to like release that energy. But well one, this is kinda different thing. I'm learning to like be okay with teaching people that because once you release that energy you get a lot of attention so i had one client go through the reveal plan and she was like oh my goodness it's amazing I great like she's like i can walk down the street people the guys stare and they look at me she's like this is this whole thing like it completely transformed her right mm-hmm. yeah. and so basically um You know, one of my girlfriends, Wanda, was like, oh, my goodness, because she was crying after the first video, or the client was crying the first video, because basically she released a chakra, like, down low, or we'll just, say like, the air of your palace, right? Mm -hmm. And that's supposed to be really hard to do. And so she released it within the first three minutes of the first video, which is just amazing, right? And so Isis was, like, really excited, like, oh, my goodness, you have that? You have to get that out to the world. Like, everyone needs, like, especially now, the world is going to need this. But then when she was reading to me on who I was and I felt so bad <laughs> because the poor thing, I was just so scared and so rude about like what she was saying because mm-hmm. she, when she reached me, she's like, Jasmine, this energy is like it's so vivacious. It's so flowy. It's so serpentine like, and I just like threw it away. Essentially, because right. um, I don't you're like, like, no, I'm yeah, of, yeah, like. Yeah, like, like, like. This, this is yeah, yeah, this yeah. is this is like we should. This is really bad. <laughs> like, 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 we should just like this. And she's like, well, a lot of people like you are very. Um, people are scared of you. And so, like, who I naturally am is something. Ever doesn't matter. All genders, all whatever, all sexual orientation. It's like it's just scared. And people think like, oh, you're coming from my man. You're coming from so and so. No, I'm not. No, it happens all the time. And it really? sounds like it's the, it, and it would be funny if it didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, really? It would sounds like the strangest thing, especially for you guys listening, listening. Like it sounds like the funniest thing until it's happening. And so I found like the more is in my feminine energy, the more this other energy is being released. Like I couldn't lock it up, but I tried to, and I do a very good job of just keeping it like locked up. Very good job. But the whole concept was like the only way and she read me like what could happen like literally like it would help shift so many things like on the planet and the world and just if people could step into this because you get to rejuvenate your body through your body,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. you know, and if you can rejuvenate and heal and sculpt yourself through your body like our body is for what was hurt and what was taken away from us and your body holds your trauma. So a lot of times when they teach exotic exercise and they teach pole dancing, they even tell you on one-on-ones, like one, you have to be careful because of like the amount of energy that can build up between you and the person, right? It's mm-hmm. not that attraction, but the energy naturally builds up. But two, it will start to release trauma. So people like a lot of times will start to cry. You know, mm-hmm. and they just start to cry because their body holds everything. So I know that even though I can lock stuff up my head with black holes, my body still has that and it can like release it when I dance, right? And that's for so many other people. So I guess, what is my question in this? <laughs> so, I guess it was just essentially having bravery to become something that most people are going to hate. Right? And my one girlfriend, Dora, was like, well, that, those mean they aren't your people. But the more I become it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, shaped. Okay, I'm a woman who's willing to be attacked. I'm a woman who's willing to, like, handle this. Right. But it's like, are you alive to yourself? Or are you alive to others? And the only way you can get to the next power is to become the pinnacle of what is everything is bad. The pinnacle of, like, what is... I'll do it this way before I like open up. So basically, in my church, and this is kind of embarrassing to say, but different people have different things, right? So my church was super, super conservative, mm-hmm. and my color of skin is different. So something that happens, especially to black women's bodies, is that they're over-sexualized. So you don't really see a lot of sensuality, especially when it comes to black women, but a lot of like, over-sexualization. So for me, it happened at a really young age. Like, no kid should ever be held to a sexual standard ever. And so these are people that I'm calling my like uncles because you call everyone your aunt and your uncle, but then being told, all your uncle's looking at you because of like how you're dressed and because of what you're
2: doing. Right, yeah.
0: So you wear that as like, well, what do you do with that, right? Right. And so it's like you learn to like kind of shed that because you have to take ownership of that and be like, well, I deserve to still have my own body, be my own power, but if that's attacked, how do you even become like more of it and still feel sacred when we've been taught what you are is not?
1: Sure, because like, even with society itself, like you're still going through that, you know, shaming, and mm-hmm. it's always the, well, what was she doing? Or, what was she wearing? Like? Yeah, you know, like how do you own that? How do you own
0: yourself? Um, it's like with rape, like you can't. I almost say in a certain way. And I know people, like, don't take this the wrong way, but maybe in a way, rape doesn't necessarily exist. Because Mm -hmm. if you look at the second definition of rape, it's spoiled, and you can't be spoiled. But, like, it can feel... And this is not... I know everyone has their own, like, experiences they've been through. So this number to speak, of everyone's experience. But the time I was raped, it didn't hurt. Mm
2: -hmm. Because
0: I was just so used to people taking advantage of me and, like, holding in the pain. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can G up. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. You know what I mean? Like right
0: mm-hmm. you know but it's a whole idea of the same like the same energy that hurt me which would be sensuality right can also heal heal me and others but it's allowing yourself to be that energy so it's like what do you do essentially you do the last rep or you do the last training plan but it's just something like everything it's unlike any recipe that's like ever really been before right But at the same time, it's the vibration that the goddess has been living from the beginning. Because I love the term train like a goddess, because the goddess, she's been disappeared for thousands of years. So it's a standard that's so high that I can't reach. So that's why I picked it. (laughs) You know? I picked it because it's a different standard. But how do you have compassion when you're like striving to be that standard, but still holding yourself back?
2: kind of see it now in a way to where if you want to be your true self, it's going to make people mad because you're bringing a mirror your vibration is so high that people in low vibrations, you're bringing a mirror to them so they see something they don't like, but it's not on you, it's actually themselves. Mm-hmm. What It's just you have mirrors around you, like you said, the sparkle well, your sparkle brings out something in them that they don't like but they're just gonna blame it on you instead of them seeing well what's wrong why why am I upset what in me I don't like that I'm just projecting onto someone else like I see something in her that I don't like why don't I like it why does it make me feel uncomfortable you know like
1: it's like their own insecurity yeah their own like they're uncomfortable with their own self kind of thing
2: yeah like you bring out some your vibration is so high you're gonna bring out a lot in other people that, one they won't understand if they don't face their own shadow. But if you just view it as, I'm just a mirror for someone else to help them heal without even realizing it. My my shine is gonna help them. I just gotta keep going, even though it's making someone else feel worse. Yes. cuz that
0: feels so bad. No, <laughs> it's it's kind of like
2: <laughs> like that feels horrible. It's kind of like a like in a sport perspective. It's like me and let's just say me and my best friend want this one position there's one position left we want we both want that jersey but i fit better in that jersey she fits better in a better in a different jersey but she just really wants that one but she didn't put in the work she put in work for something else instead of what that was now she's gonna hate the fact that you're wearing that jersey even though she fits perfectly in that other jersey if that makes sense. No, know. it does. Because yeah. I was
0: super jealous of you for the longest. Are you like, what? <laughs> yeah. what? I was like, what? what? Yeah, because I was like, well, I don't, do it. I don't like my energy. I want to be Millie's energy. Because uh, <laughs> I'm um, like, yeah. I, was like I, want I want to be her. I want I'm just like, I wish I was like her
1: so positive and nice. Like, why can't I be like you? Yeah, (laughs) like, like, I want to be like like Jazza. Why can't I be like Jazza? Why can't I be
2: like this little shit that's right here? Like, damn it. For sure. (laughs) On phase two. Yeah. Um,
1: But, um, yeah, like, maybe it just, it makes sense. Like, maybe that wasn't meant for them. And it's so easy to, like, get into the spiral like this negative spiral you know yeah. maybe you didn't get that promotion or maybe you didn't get that position or maybe you didn't make that team and you become bitter with people you care about and you love and that's just yes. not okay you know that just it's a reflection on yourself and like maybe you should dig deeper and maybe that wasn't meant to be you know maybe that wasn't your right time maybe that wasn't the right position maybe that jersey just didn't fit just right, you know what I mean? And I, I'm i a firm believer in timing, like, man, the perfect timing just makes the perfect, like, situation, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, oh, that's terrible. like, I agree, I <laughs> totally agree, there's sometimes it doesn't work in your favor, <laughs> and, it, and it hurts, their shine hurts, but honestly, like, they deserve that shine, and, you know, they embrace something that maybe you haven't embraced, and once you embrace that, maybe you'll find just what's right for you, you know?
0: Yeah. It makes sense, like, staying here with Deb and the Goddess Cove, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like, your like, situation yeah. was so, Ugh.
1: And then, like, as right? soon as I walked in, Millie and I were like, yo, this vibe is just
2: so, <laughs> so Like, we were nervous, Caroline. We don't know how to act. And then we walked in, we're like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was right? Yeah, it, it was, was so chill. Nice. Yeah. Because uh, I'm so used to seeing you at work. And, you know, the environment. At the place of work right now is not that great and you know that's why I'm so happy seeing Destiny outside of work because we just it's just a completely different vibe a good example was my birthday <laughs> everybody's so used to seeing me and Destiny and Karina in a certain light like we protect we make sure everybody's okay well we got to let loose the three okay. of us <laughs> you're like, like that's, meanwhile this is like, that's just like I don't know <laughs> no we had a great time a lot of studies were like
1: wow I didn't know you could move like that I like so, I didn't know I could move like that <laughs> we are like we didn't
2: know you were that cool or you were just being cool we didn't know y'all were like that we're just like yeah we're actually like this we're, we're people yeah. yeah it just depends on the environment and whatever you give off you know where yeah, you're at yeah completely is it's like if you're in this environment your ego's gonna turn on. but if you're in this environment your inner child's like we got this it's okay let's chill out we're alright I like that.
0: Yeah. So, last question. So, how do you coach yourself to a higher standard, right? Like, I used to coach myself like Bobby Knight, and we're working on that. we're working on that. Jasmine, we're working on that. With <laughs> we're working on it. I even, this sounds like so, like, in my head versus in my body, which I'm working on doing that. Um, but there's, um, tony gonzalez has like a podcast about coaching and like what makes a good coach i'm like let Mm. me listen to the hall of famer (laughs) about like what would make a good coach you Uh know and i think about um the guys alita tundra Sandur who inspired tantra right and she rests from within herself like your body kind of gives you cues but how do you guys like how do you two coach yourself to a higher standard in the highest standard
1: Right, so how do you, like, stay consistent in your best,
0: even when you're at your best, basically, right? Yeah. And even when you're not at your best, still. Right.
1: I think, um...
2: There's always room for growth. Always. The game always changes. You gotta learn to adapt to that change, regardless of... Like, say, yeah, I hit this goal. Okay, time to set a new one like you got to if you want to be that mvp you want to be that champ you want to be the best of the best you got to keep trying to be the best of the best cuz there's always someone right there you got to keep going you got to put yourself like you got to get that drive to keep going there's always something more to learn there's always something more to lift or run there's always another challenge that you can take on that will push you past a barrier that you never thought was there
1: Wow, consistency is key. Consistency is everything, honestly. No, when it, it really comes is. down to it, And yeah. Life is not consistent, but you have to be consistent. You know what I mean? That's a rep, right? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a <rub. laughs> yep. That is a rep for sure. It's a uh, one of the biggest challenges. Um, and like I said, like my my last rep is like just wanting more, wanting better. And I always go to like, is this, am I okay with where I'm not at? And if I'm not, then I want more. And if I want Mm -hmm. more, what do I do? I gotta go get more. If that can be given to me, it's not gonna be handed to me. It's not gonna be just laid (laughs) there for me. I gotta go get it. I gotta want it. I want more. So for sure, consistency, knowing that there's always a higher standard. And uh, when I think about it, like different athletes go about it different ways, you know, like star athletes go about it different ways. And one thing I just had like, people were crazy about where they're like, the Black Mamba, the Black Mamba, you know, he says, hey, I had so much going on my in my life that I had to, the way my brain works, I had to organize it and I had to make it a whole nother person. That when I was on the floor, the Black Mamba would not stop and he did not care about anything or everything but accomplishing what he wanted. And you know he was like, yeah, I was going through this, and this. Kobe was here, there, and there, and there. He goes, but the Black Mamba was where you know I sat and stayed. You know when I was on the court, he achieved what he needed to achieve and got what he got, and you know it was at all costs. You know that Mamba, that mentality was like a whole different mentality. They shut everything else up. Yeah, like a, which I'm like. Right? If only yeah. Right. But, like, you have to get to that point. But that's mental training, yeah, whole level. Yeah, like, you have to get You have to get there. You have to want completely. to get there. You have to train yourself in that way. <sighs> that's a whole other boat, for sure. Huh? But okay. it's, it's crazy, like, the mental capacity or what the human can do, you know what I mean? The body, the soul, the mind, all of it. It takes practice. It's not gonna be on your first try, you know. Hey, did you all learn how to ride a bike or rollerblade on the first try? Hey, no, I had some bruises and scratches, but yeah. eventually, you know, hey, I could take my training laws off. It takes practice. Nothing's just. Oh yeah. You don't just walk. You don't just run. You know. It's you dope. learn. You train. You work on it.
0: So, so. so I feel like you answered this. But this is the last question. What do you want everyone to know about their reps? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll give you guys diamonds whenever I can because like, I feel like no, I'm literally good. giving you guys all that. No, you're fun. Uh, to know about their reps.
2: Um, go with with your heart. The more heart, the more heart that you put into whatever that rep is, regardless of what you're doing, it'll be it'll be pure, it'll be true, and you'll put your hundred and ten. Just give it heart.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I would say that's probably really essential. Honestly, no matter how many reps you do, if you do it with your all, that's everything, right?
0: Yeah. Hmm. I love it. What about your reps? I
2: don't
0: know. I always say like maybe don't do the rep, but be the rep.
2: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Own it. <laughs> <laughs> what well,
1: did well, you say? say G it G- up. G it up. like a G. G it up. G it G- up. G- G- up. G-
2: G-
0: up. G- well thank
2: There's you guys.
0: You. Just
1: gonna throw my back out. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> ah. Be the rep.
2: Right. Be the rep.
0: Right. Be, the rep. Right. be the rep. Well thank you guys and thank you for coming on the podcast. So, you know, thanks to you too I feel like I've got the courage to like be the rep. And then I can see I'm worth being a rap. so, you know, I hope, <laughs>
2: we'll
1: you this.
0: right, sure. it's not about being woke to others, it's about being woke to you, Exactly. taking
1: it deeper. Awesome. That's awesome, honestly. And God, we could assist you, even though we didn't know
0: it we, had, <laughs> nah, we were. you're good. No idea. <laughs> no, this is good. This is good. This is beautiful. Hey, beautiful souls. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you are your own lingerie. Have the courage to wear your lingerie in your own special way. Love you. Hi, beautifuls <laughs> Thanks for spending time with us tonight and listening to this. I guess you can say kind of self-soul nurturing session while supported by Millie and Destiny. And it's so true that there's some reps in life, like you're meant to meet people for a reason and like they're your spotters. And I firmly believe that as you walk through the world as the gorgeous goddess activation that you are, then you're also gonna light up the woman next to you. And this is why it's so important to us really to do our reps together. And so when I invited them to this, po- Ugh, cannot talk. <laughs> when I asked them to please come on this podcast, it was my small way of giving everybody their energy because I believe everybody needs energies like that that support you in, in the rep. And so I hope you can feel the support in the rep. Through the little pieces I shared about myself because I share them about myself because it's more than just me. It's more than just me. Like when I think about the Victoria's Secret inspired wings that I like to build, right? I build them by hand and we have all these gorgeous designs of these beautiful, beautiful wings. But what's so secret is beautiful is that every woman's wing is meant to look different and every woman's wings, really what they are is her body, but it's the body of her truth. It's the body of a goddess. It's the body of a bit of the divine inside of her. And it's like loving yourself really as you and nurturing your soul with all the goddess pieces of who you are. There is this beautiful picture that, um, my roommate, Deborah, Deborah and I saw when we walked into the store the other day and it's a poem that's called Nurture Your Soul by Kelly Ray Roberts. And I just want to end this by reading this to you. May you take time to silence the noise, tune into your heart whispers, and listen to their wisdom. May you honor the divinity and gift of your body, caring for it with kindness and compassion. May you devote time and energy to your soul's work of forgiveness, gratitude, healing, self-kindness. May you learn to love and own your messy, complicated, beautiful story. May you surrender all that no longer serves you and embrace more loving choices. And finally, may you breathe in the beauty and joy of your days with a sense of awakening and awe. So every day is supposed to be more. Every day is supposed to be like more of that rep, like how Destiny was referencing, like when she she works out, she wants more, right? She wants more of that rep. She wants more of that rep. Like every day when you wake up, it's supposed to be that sense of more. One of my favorite things that I love to do every single morning. I know I share this during a conversation is just wake up, my arms are outstretched in the air. <laughs> I got this from Jennifer Lopez and says, and I say like I'm open to receptive to becoming the sexiest potential of myself. So it's that aspect of more, right? And it's from a place of like enoughness. It's a from a place of awakening. It's a place of just awe. You know, I learned from Millie's training, that, yeah, wearing your jersey is like, what are you putting on at the same time we think about it? The divine feminine component is like, what are you taking off? Because your goddess body that is revealing them more should be naked with diamonds. <laughs> for, 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 for I don't have a better analogy for it, so to speak, because like it was meant to be like the sexiest, like, yes, a new truth on you, but in a way that it is the most sensual form of your life. So, just want to read that one last time. Nurture Your Soul by Kelly Ray Roberts. Gorgeous, may you take time to silence the noise, tune into your heart whispers, and listen to their wisdom. May you honor the divinity and gift of your body, caring for it with kindness and compassion. May you devote time and energy to your soul's work of forgiveness, gratitude, healing, self-kindness. May you learn to love and own your messy, complicated, beautiful story. May you surrender all that no longer serves you and embrace more loving choices. And finally, may you breathe in the beauty and joy of your days with a sense of awakening and awe. Love you gorgeous, love you so, so much. Always, always remember that you're goddess.